0: This is The Reality Check, and my name is Nigel Booth, the reality coach, and welcome to the show. I hope everyone's having a great week, and certainly the weather seems to have turned just a little bit. So there you go. There you go. And welcome to my co-presenter and the captain in the chair. How's it going, my friend? Yeah, it's going good. Yeah, really good. You had a good week?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been
0: good so far. Well, I tell you what, this week I have got something to share with you and the listeners, is that I had my own reality check on Saturday. Oh, wow. Now, on Saturday, I don't know if I told you last week, and I don't know if I mentioned it to the listeners, but I actually went and compared a show last week over in Newcastle. Uh, with uh, the Tri-Nations Trio. Which oh, yeah. It was the Will Sharrett who we had on a few right. weeks ago. He was on a few weeks ago. And um, I got to the venue, and quite early doors, and we were doing the sound checks and getting everything ready. And then I was told by the uh, the sort of stage manager, okay, you need to get changed now. I said, okay. So I went in to get my, my suit, and I realized is that I'd left my trousers at my <laughs> daughter's house. Oh, no. So then I think, okay, I've got half an hour. And it's a 10-minute drive to my daughter's house. And on the way back, on the way to, um, to my daughter's house, and I wasn't going exceedingly fast, but I was in about 55 along the dual carriageway. My wheel on the car fell off. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Now, that was a reality check, I can tell you. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't really that sort of, at the point, it was just like the back end swerved out and, and then it came back in and it just, the car just stopped. Yeah.
1: I mean, I thought you were going to say burst tyre, but wheel physically fell off, fell off fell the car. Fell off the car. Wow.
0: And, uh, and it was only afterwards... That I started to think, oh my gosh, that could have been so
1: yeah. much worse. Was it front front wheel or a back wheel? rear wheel? Rear wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you find it again? Um, and uh, yeah, back we, we, on.
0: there was two two nuts left, and the the the, <laughs> R, the RAC we found two nuts on the floor. The rest had gone. I don't know where they'd gone, but yeah, two weeks ago I had a, a puncture repair, and um, and they, they were saying that the the wheels were the wow. nuts weren't tightened up. So that was my real yeah, reality real check, reality and it's had a check. huge impact. Mm. It really has made me think oh my gosh, that could have really been mm. the end of things. But there you go. I thought I'd share that with you. Yeah, thanks. So have you done anything interesting this week? Did um, you go to
1: Frisbee yeah, golf? Yeah, I've been Frisbee golfing, disc golfing. Um, yeah, I've had a few practices and played on Sunday. Um, so that was good one thing I actually wanted to just jump in and mention about uh, for those that were listening to our show last week uh, we had Mr. James Brody from Business Boz on and we were talking about Business Boz and their networking events and giving an endorsement for you know how good they are and how, how they run one thing I forgot to mention was the fact that me and you, Nigel, we met at Business Buzz, and I can't believe I didn't mention that on the actual actual show. Is that you know this radio show wouldn't even be going if it wasn't for, for those networking events. And so. the
0: most bizarre thing that you know it wasn't even face to face. No, it was, wasn't. It was virtual, wasn't it? During right. the, uh, yeah,
1: the pandemic and that. And, so, yeah, and it, it seems
0: such a long time ago now such mm. a long time ago but we're here uh, and our very special guest star today is Mark Kennedy and Mark along with his wife Jules uh, they're both multi-winning and motivational speakers authors and the creators of the Future Toolbox which provides ele- essential skills for uh, education teachers students Parents and community groups. So, what we're going to do right after this, we're going to be making sure that we're going to be uh, taxing your brain and sort of seeing whether we can actually get what it is. But, how are you, my friend?
2: Yeah, very good. And thanks for welcoming me on the show. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, what
0: we're going to do, we're going to take a very short break. But when we come back, we want to hear all about what the Future Toolbox is all about. Welcome back to the Reality Check and welcome Mark Kennedy.
2: Yes, thank
0: you. You're very, very welcome. And it's great to have you here. Now, I really am interested in what we've just sort of talked about, which is the Future Toolbox. Now, I don't know anything about the Future Toolbox, but it looks amazing. What is the Future Toolbox?
2: Yeah, so uh, we created the Future Toolbox a number of years ago, and we were thinking, like, when you have a virtual toolbox with loads of tools in it mm-hmm. to do a job. So we had a plumber come around earlier, and he, he brought his toolbox in, and he picked some bits and pieces out of it to fix the hot water system and what have you. Um, our future toolbox is a little bit different, so you don't have any physical tools. They're all virtual tools. Right. So things like creating growth mindsets, uh, it could be creating um, uh, positive habits, uh, looking at ways to move your life forward.
0: Right, so th- this is all about supporting people in regards to the way that they think and feel. Yes, yeah, and that's what, right. Okay, so, so what what happens then? Okay so we've
2: worked uh, predominantly with teenagers young adults mm-hmm. in schools and colleges uh, it could be anything to do with uh, exam strategies learning how to revise yeah yeah we have a strap line which is making revision and study easy and fun okay <laughs> because
0: that's one of those things and it's like you know I that's came almost, out yeah. I came out of education with with, with no exam results no. you know uh, and, and going back to you know those days it was you know the sort of very early 80s it was very different to today yeah. So, what kind of strategies do you give them?
2: So, um, I mean, in that example, there we we look at how to create the habits and take them forward on the fu- in the future. So, for example, I mean, you know, people study Shakespeare; they either love it or they don't yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. Mm. but they have to do it. Yeah. Uh, the same with your maths, your English, your algebra, your grammar—all those sorts of things—they're important skills to learn, but we're not always into them at school, are we? That's mm. right. So, as we learn them. We look at the journey and we say, okay, so so this is your journey in life. You're, you're going to sit an exam at the end of this, whether you like it or not. Yeah. You know, if you don't turn up for the exam, you've got a guaranteed result, and that's a failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. if you give yourself your best shot, then you know you can still fail the exam, but you've created a lot of good habits along the way.
0: Because I I think it is amazing. And I I know Glenn does a lot of of corporate social responsibility and goes back into schools and is Mm. really inspiring Mm. and motivating young people to think a little bit, you know. And and, and it sounds quite condescending when we say it like that, but it isn't. Mm. It's just about being able to sort of... Project forward, and you're right, there are those things like algebra. Yeah, I don't know about you guys, but I don't know anybody that uses algebra in, in life. <laughs> no, but,
1: but I'm sure there are people, yeah, I do, but definitely. but you're right, I mean, I think sometimes it's like, um. When thinking back to when I was at school, um, you have that process, and like you say, you've got to sit the exam regardless, yeah. But it's almost like a mindset thing, isn't it? we never in schools, they don't, and I was never taught the mindset of, no. and, and, and I suppose learning and revising and that it's just a process, it doesn't matter what subject you're doing, it's going to be yeah. it's yeah. learning that process. But Absolutely. you're almost just told, this is you know, here's your exam, this is the content, learn get this for this. then, get yeah. on with it, here's and having my, that <laughs> extra toolbox, I suppose, if you like, to you know, that's amazing. And Definitely.
0: it is, and I think that, you know, because there are so many different learning styles, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so you also do this with teachers, parents, and community groups, then?
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, study skills is just one area. Um, We focus a lot on on creating growth mindsets, setting goals for the future, looking at ways to step forward uh, in, in very small steps. Uh, we do a lot around resilience, especially after mm. learning going online. But the, I mean... I don't mind saying it publicly, but the education system's very stressful and quite messy. Absolutely. So teachers are are really struggling. Parents are are having so much more pressure on them. And uh, we also work with community groups as well. So, you you know, the the tools that we give are, are for everybody. Right. Um, that, you know, you don't just stop learning at school, but it's, it's changing again the mindset away from an exam to personal development and life skills.
0: Because I think that's what all of us need, isn't it? You know, we need, we need to sort of recognize that when we're moving on in life, it's about recall. Yeah, And it's also about having a, you know, a really interesting conversation with things. You know, absolutely amazing. Now, and I know that you've set this up as a social enterprise. You know, it really, really sort of excites mm-hmm. me this, um, because it's a topic that I think that is growing. But, you know, for all listeners, what is a social enterprise?
2: Yeah, do you know what? Um, when we went into lockdown, mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of online networking, and people kept saying, you should set up as a social enterprise. Mm-hmm. So that sounds really great. And I asked exactly the same question. What, what is, is it? What is a social enterprise? <laughs> uh, which I, I I mean, I knew it was a not-for-profit company. But what what it's, what it's allowing us to do is apply for funding. Mm-hmm. So we've been given a lottery grant, national lottery grant. Wow. And then that allows us to say we can part fund our programs or we can reach out to people who maybe can't afford for personal development. Wow. So that's, that's nice in the sense of, if I go back to the comparison of doing a study skills in school... I've got a load of maybe year 11, year 10 students that are putting a room in front of me and they're told, you've got to be here, you've got to see these guys. Whereas if we can offer that to people that want it, then they're more likely to buy into it.
0: Because it is one of the things, isn't it? It's like in all of our communities, we have so many people that are in so much need. Mm. And, and there is is yeah. there there is support out there. But the waiting list, you know, from a mental health point of view, you know, and, and this is not trashing anybody at all. It's just recognizing that there is such a need, mm. you mm. know, so to have a social enterprise. And, 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 you know, we get it that, like, you get funding to be able to go and pay forward yeah you know so yeah. for those people that, that are really in need and they can reach out and get this so what do they get from it so if as an individual as a community member i saw all of a sudden, okay i'm going to get in touch with mark and, and you know i'm feeling whatever it is i'm feeling i really want to take life and get everything out of it <laughs> yes what do they get from it and what do they get from yourself
2: i guess i guess we we're, we're like um well we're giving the tools we're giving the tools that we use every day mm-hmm. uh, i mean i've i've suffered some mental health issues due to it due to an injury and that and sometimes we look at waiting lists we look at doctors we look at prescriptions we look mm-hmm. at uh, medication but sometimes it can be as simple as putting some positivity into your life mm-hmm. or finding something that you love doing you know i'm a keen runner and going out for a run out in the countryside or around the park or whatever is is great for my mental health i don't need a doctor to, yeah. to prescribe that to me. It, mm.
0: it is. It's, it's one of those things. One of the questions that I ask a lot of people is how, how do we make decisions or how do you make decisions? And you know, invariably, the answers that I get back is I don't know. Yeah. You know, it almost <laughs> appears that for lots and lots of people, we hit these senses and these situations in life where our thoughts and our mind can become slightly chaotic and then we have no idea of how to get out of that. So I wonder whether you could sort of, and I want to come on to, you know, you mentioned that you had an injury and, and we talked earlier on about that. But, you know, just right here and right now, it's what what do people do when they're coming over to you and they're actually sort of saying, okay, this is me and I'm not feeling great.
2: mm so it's a great question, isn't it? It's it's trying to lead somebody, and I've, I've used the word positivity and growth mindset quite yeah. a lot. But if you take... I can't, for instance. Yep. So, you you know, you, I, I'm an artist. I'm a local artist as well. I love uh, sketching, drawing. Okay. And a lot of people say, oh, I can't draw to save my life. Mm-hmm. And put it bluntly, if you needed to draw to save your life, you probably would, wouldn't you? Of yeah. course. Or you'd have a good but go, wouldn't you? It's instead of saying, I can't draw, and if you really wanted to do that, it's looking at ways of how you can do it, how you can move forward. At the moment, I really want to play the guitar. I want to learn to play the guitar and i have no musical talent and i hide behind that so i always say i can't play the guitar mm. but now i've started thinking how how could i learn to play the guitar if i wanted to you know so it is. A, sometimes it's just a a choice of language
0: it is it is it is a choice of language mm. and it's a choice of the way that we think isn't it yeah mm. you know sometimes we just have these thoughts in our head that says i can't and i think we assume that's the truth. Mm. Whereas, in fact, when we start to explore it and unpick it, we actually find a lot of the time, actually, it's not the truth. Mm. And certainly, the rules of the morning of our life are completely invalid for the afternoons of our life. And welcome back to The Reality Check, talking today with Mark Kennedy. Now, Mark, we just talked in, in the last section about you having an injury and that having quite a huge impact. What, what happened?
2: Yeah, so uh, 10 years ago, I was on holiday uh, with, with Jules, my wife, and uh, we went to a tap tapas bar, a small tapas bar, and um, the, the shortened version is I just blacked out in the toilet and hit my head.
0: Wow. And wow. I
2: don't really have a great deal of, of memory of what happened until I woke up the next day and, you know, Jules told me. But, yeah, it was a, it was a pretty horrendous injury, and when I came back to the UK, came back to England a week later... I was told that most people don't survive that.
0: Wow! Oh, wow. So,
2: uh, yeah. So pick well, what, yourself what, up on the floor what,
0: moment. So, <laughs> so what actually happened then? You just banged your head and...
2: Yeah, I think um, I, I've I've had a few, like, food allergies in the past. And I think mm-hmm. it was something something I maybe eaten. I'd, I'd right. eaten seafood,
0: some, some squid
2: or something like that. So, mm. uh, yeah, that maybe caused me to black out. That's and- what I've pieced
0: together since. Yeah, And you, you were saying that this has had a huge impact upon your mental health.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, I went from... You Need a life saving op- operation to which, which I didn't have in the end, uh, to being signed off six weeks later and being told to live my life as normal.
0: Wow, that's a um, bit of a quick uh, turnaround, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I
2: mean, I mean, that sounds like a challenge
0: to me, yeah, live your life
2: yeah. as normal. So, so I tried doing that, but yeah I didn't realize what the side effects and all that would be and the after effects really
0: so so you know are you happy to share some of yeah the, of course yeah, yeah. so well, yeah. what what are the main things that you're still dealing with today from there
2: yeah, so I mean i've I've become familiar with the term hidden disability now okay and, you know to me disability meant somebody who was who was physically unable to walk yeah, of or, course or, or or even talk you know but uh, but if i if I don't tell anybody I have a hidden disability then
1: yeah, you know, you like I, said, know.
2: I said to Glenn when I get here, if, if I yawn a little bit, it's not because you're boring me. It's just <laughs> because I have yeah. really horrendous fatigue sometimes. So we, we have family with us at the moment. It's, it's very noisy with some kids around and, and that just wipes me out. Wow, um, Concentration and focus and short term memory issues.
0: So how, how do you deal with this? because just before you see your answer the the hidden disabilities that you talk about that's really some of the a lot Mm. of the stuff and the focus that the the reality check is about you know lots and lots and lots of people walk around with you know different thoughts different emotions about who they are what they should be doing and what other people are thinking and they don't talk about it and it becomes this hidden disability that has a huge impact so how do you as an individual not only going out there and sharing your story and inspiring and motivating people (laughs) to move forward but how do you deal with it for yourself, I think I've just had to become comfortable with
2: it. So three years ago, I wouldn't have told Glenn that. Right, when I came yeah, in yeah. I tried to try to mask it and, yeah. and, and pushed it away. I think a lot um, of people do yeah, that, don't they? Yeah. Um, so, so I, I, I have less of a problem saying that now. Um, and also, it's recognising. So earlier today, I, I was, I was really wiped out, so I just went and laid down. Okay. And, you know, that's that's I'm, I'm comfortable saying that I went and slept for an hour and a. Wednesday afternoon, Thursday afternoon, whatever day it is. Yeah. I forget what day it is sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But um but yeah, you, it, it's about again the mindset, the tools that we teach. I thought, you know, I need to use these myself on myself as well. So And I think that's that the I, key. Do
0: you know it, it's like I'm sure that we could keep talking and talking and talking. I've got a thousand and one questions in my head. Mm. But I think that it is that acceptance, isn't it? That definitely this is actually who I am. It's that deeper sense of self rather than that sort of predominant thought in my head that I've got to fit into everybody else's world. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's about fitting into my world.
2: Ah, that, that's a, such a key. And, and you know, that's that, that goes across everything from teens in school to adults at work to, uh, you know, what, whatever situation you're in. You, you we, we have so much social media thrown in our faces, don't we, these days? Mm. We have so much media. We, we have people put in front of us that this celebrity, this is what you should be aiming for. It's yeah, that's like, right. No, you, you should be aiming for your own happiness yeah. and your own comfort, really. I think yeah. one of
0: the biggest things that, that is happening right now, though, and, and again, this is testament to it, is that people are becoming more comfortable with the acceptance of actually, we do accept each other for for our differences. Mm. And I think that is a real big thing. This is The Reality Check. And today we are talking with Mark Kennedy. Now, Mark, you've done a lot of stuff. and And first and foremost, I want to say is, we're going to ask you would you come back on it on a semi-regular basis oh i'd love to yeah that'd That'd be an absolute honor that'd be fantastic because one of the things that we want to be doing here is is to be really paying it forward and we want to start to be giving listeners some things to actually try and some things Mm. to do and today you know it's gone quick it's gone quick and so if if you're all right to come back yeah, I'd now, absolutely love to. Yeah, let's do a few more. Excellent. Let's do a few more. Sounds good. That <laughs> sounds great to me. Now, you've also written some books. Now, there's one particular book there. It says, Don't Get Your Neck Tattooed. <laughs> Tell me yes. about this book. Yeah, I mean, that is, it's obviously a suggestion. You know, you,
2: you can if you want to. But, yeah, we wrote Don't Get Your Neck Tattooed just based on ways to get ahead in life. So the strap line is it's a Z to A of life skills. Mm. Everybody does, does an identity. Yeah, it, does yeah, it, yeah, that? yeah. And uh, we based it around a, a, a fictional character called Milo. Okay, um, who's going the extra mile. That's how he got named. Ah, that. right, yeah. So uh, yeah, Mike Milo goes through the Z to A of life, and he, it sort of shows way how he ways of how he brings his family together, and how he starts strengthening the relationship with his sister and with his parents. Right. But it's a really, really good, fun personal development story. So it's part fiction, it's part reality where we bring a lot of the tools into it that we practice every day. Right. It is aimed at uh, younger readers. But the thing is, our idea behind it is if a teenager can do that, then why can't an adult? Absolutely. So anybody can sort of engage in it Mm. and and find it as, as a really, really fun way of taking personal development forward.
0: I actually love those types of books. I'm I'm severely dyslexic, mate. Ah, Um, So, you know, reading books that that are developed and designed for younger people, I think they're fantastic. You know, And talking about going from Z to A, I think that that is perfect because I think generally speaking, don't we get to a particular point in life where we're starting to look back and we think, I've got to go back to the beginning again, mm. you know, yeah. I've got to really sort of, of, of make them foundations different because we don't generally as young people, we don't get this intervention in education normally, we don't get this sort of support and understanding and exploratory conversations about who are we really, mm. yeah. you know, what am I thinking and what am I feeling?
1: I think so. I I absolutely think that, I I mean, I only kind of discovered the kind of professional development and self-help side of things in in my early thirties, I would say. Mm. Um, And, and, I just I often think if in school I'd been introduced to those concepts of like look you've got your learning and these are the actual facts that you need to learn but also this is what you're going to need for like mindset you need to be doing vision boards you want to be doing gratitude journals you want to be if no one said any of that stuff and I just think I I often think where would I be now if I had those tools (laughs) like 20 years earlier yeah you know and and, and I'll
0: tell you what man that is the big thing you know Mm. uh, because we all talk about those those analogies if I knew then what I know now my life would be it? it is true
2: Do you know what? The amount of people that say to it, so an adult will read our book, don't get your neck tatted, and they'll say, I wish I had that when I was at school. Mm, Absolutely. That is the most common line we get afterwards. Loved your book. I wish I had that when I was at school. Loved your tools. Wish I had them when I was at school. So Mm. it's like, have them now, you know. (laughs) And and I'll
0: tell you what, that is the, you know, that's the thing for me, you know, it's not about, if I I knew then what I know now, my life would be different. If we know it now, let's share it right now. So Mark, we're coming rapidly up to the end of the show, which is unfortunate, Uh, but where can people get in touch with you? Where can they go and read about you, see your website? Yeah. Where where can we go?
2: Okay, so, I mean, we are the Future Toolbox, so the obvious website is futuretoolbox.co.uk. Okay. And if you want to get in touch with us on social media, everything is at Future Toolbox. Right. So we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We, we double in Twitter now and again. Okay. You can find us on there, but mm. it's not our main platform. Uh, both of us are on LinkedIn. We have a Future Toolbox page, but Mark and Jules Kennedy, you can find us, our profile's on there. Excellent,
0: right. excellent. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to. If you were to be giving one bit of advice for anybody out there that's thinking, actually, you know, I really could do with a, a look at this toolbox, box, what would you say? So, yeah, have have
2: a look, definitely. I mean, our mantra at the moment, one of, one of the ones we've been using quite a lot, is is uh, live your life forwards and learn it backwards.
0: Okay, well there so, you go. Yeah, there you- I yeah, wish one. i knew that when i was younger yeah definitely absolutely it <laughs> absolutely well that brings us rapidly to the end i want to say a great big thank you to glenn thank you thank so you. much for again today mark thanks so much thanks for coming like in and see. we will definitely be seeing you and hearing you very soon yeah. and you <coughs> i'm dying that and for everybody else out there have a phenomenal day and we'll see you next week